Welcome, welcome to the lovely 5D Collective. Those are all people who want to make the world a better place for you and for me and for the entire human race. So 5D Collective are global citizens. We do know about secure attachment or at the very least how to move into our emotional maturity. And that equates our lovely Sadhguru quote, a true friend is somebody who has the courage to tell you what shit you are and still be loving and nice to you which means a differentiated self who is a secure attachment person. They're their own safe haven. I can unconsciously love who I am with my flaws and imperfections, so there's no shame button. There's a love button. And their own secure base. They know what they are tickled by in all ways, shapes, and forms. And I shared a very beautiful story with you, which is where one of my friends, I told him, we cannot go out for five hours together because you and I have nothing in common. I love you dearly, but I would not be able to sit there for five hours and actually I won't even hear you because I don't hear you once you go into your little Darth Vader mode of how evil humans are or how evil you are, which is all bullshit. But the persona you've created for yourself, which is cute and all, not intellectually stimulating for the mind or the heart. And it's, yeah, me not being able to actually hear you because I literally turn off my ears. I hear a voice in the background and that's kind of rude. So let's do something different. Compromise, shall we? Coffee, maybe yes. Outings, no. No, I don't think so. So the part about when people have emotional maturity doesn't mean that they are in that enlightenment soul age group. This person is nowhere near it. Actually, their state of consciousness could use more very good growing up, but they're in their late 60s or early 60s. And when I asked them, how did the persona that you have come up? They're like, no, no, but that's who I am. One. So immediately we have what is a lot of different areas. And oh, so 5D relationships. We, we don't study our, our, our friends, meaning <laughs> they're not subject matters. But of course, when you're inclined to be a Purusha Prakriti, it means you know how to read a room or two and you don't need Sadhguru to inform you about how love means you nurturing a life beyond your own opinions and prejudice. It's kind of normal because, oh, wait relationships as he points out are about somebody else while love is your nature and here's where the 5d collective navigates their ventral vagal state and that is because we know how to move into our nervous system that has that because we do go with krishna lila and explore the depths of the seriousness all of emotions all of life from our inner world which is you using your brain and your mind and then as my inner, and it's interpersonal neurobiology, I keep pronouncing it wrong. So interpersonal neurobiology course with Daniel Siegel, I'm continuing it. And as he points out, and his entire IPNB is to support people to understand the brain, mind, and relationships and how we can work with relationships and ourselves. So here's where the mindsight application supports you to create your own differentiated self, staying in an integrated space with who you are, while also being able to have empathy in a state of compassion for someone else. And then, because there's three pillars, there's these three basic, like, little, he, he, he talks about mindset like a lens, so it's uh, like a tripod. And integration. Integration is important to specify what that means integration of the brain and just integrating anything requires two components it's differentiation and linkage so differentiating self me 
then there's you. We link and we do a me, we, but I and you are not the same person. So we can share the vast ocean of consciousness, which is, by the way, the experience of being aware of oneself. You can be aware of your narrative. You can be aware of your body. You can be aware of your behavior. You can be aware of your emotions. Okay, so we're getting somewhere here. And here's why when you do understand the seven of cups for what it is in a human experience, and that would be where you have a lot of different choices that are presented to you. Now, cups are for emotions. You know, when people don't have secure attachment, so they have attachment wounds and they have trauma wounds, they don't know how to say to somebody, you're a shit, but I love you. No, no. They say you're a shit and I cancel you. Or they say you're shit and they get rigid. And so here's where the rigidity and the chaos that takes place is one that we see in the movies where people don't truly care about what they're creating because when they get two opportunities, they're not going to want to do it again if the first time they went in for it, they didn't get what they wanted. And here's where relationships with people who are codependent types, there are a lot of strings attached because they want to change each other and take care of each other. That's because they want to be seen by each other in the way they want and then feel secure and feel safe and soothe and all this stuff. So the soothing comes first, which is accept me for who I am. And if you don't accept you for who you are, well, guess what's going to happen with that? Seven of Cups. And lo and behold, we have people who have the shame cycle, inner critic, outer critic in their mind. They don't do inner growth. No, no, they do inner critic, outer critic. And when shame comes up, it's a continuum of, oh, poor me or, oh, evil you. So superhero, supervillain, saving someone, not saving anyone. And that's where I was going to go for a minute with my lovely Sadhguru because he has a lovely quote on Krishna that I want to share. And did I not get the picture? Hold on. He has one that was really beautiful because he talks about lovely. Here it is. The essence of Krishna, he says, is in his unwavering exuberance. Obviously, the story of Krishna is about in love, in war, in all kinds of strife. He remains a joyful human being. This is how life should be lived. And there's also another quote where he actually talks about balance. One, if you're in balance, you are on board with life. But there was also one right here, I think. The same dimensions, yes, that made Krishna or Jesus who they were exists within you and people around you too. It just needs your attention to blossom. I repeat, the same dimension that made Krishna or Jesus who they were. Okay, so Sadhguru doesn't know, I think, about attachment researchers because he tells us to ignore the psych stuff because he's a spirituality guru. I, on the other hand, am a human being who loves being a human and I will translate. The dimension that Krishna or Jesus were equates, thank you, Stephen Porges, I would not be able to do this without your research because I'm nobody since I have no empirical data of my own, but you do as a researcher in the sphere of mental health. And he's still working to prove because, you know, it takes time for the scientific methodology to take effect. But long story short, when a body has the ventral vagal state engaged, this is our social engagement system, it means that your nervous system is actually safe to be you. So here's what happens when we are in our ventral vagal. 
Uh, we're calm in our connection, we're settled, we're grounded, we're curious, we're open, we're compassionate, we're mindful and in the present. Okay, so we are going to experience being aware of ourselves. And that's why we have integrity and we maintain a Purusha Prakriti stance. And the Krishna Lila people are my Zen masters. Here's our 5D collective. <clears throat> Some of you are newbies at it because you still haven't spoken anything. And, you know, again, time is not going to do any difference because you got 24 hours and you might not have tomorrow. It's the real deal. We all know this. The brain. The brain, unlike what <clears throat> people think, is, is here to save you. And so those areas that it has you anticipating, they're based on past experiences and they're based on your own way of evaluating them. Again, if you got seven of cups, you can have the ability to leave behind that which does not support you emotionally and what does not support emotionally are any of those insecure emotional reactions that come from rigidity and chaos, which is where the adaptive child who has unresolved trauma, because they don't understand the charge states because they didn't look into being a human, and they don't know about the nervous system. And even if you tell them, they don't believe in it. With the retrograde season, there's nothing to reevaluate for the 5D collective because there's a clarity of softness. Independently from whatever you are still maturing, you are soft in that you know how to use the depths of emotions with Shiva, Krishna Lila, and Kali. And you know that when Kali comes up at this point, for whoever of you are here, calm down, Kali. It ain't the way we're going to go. Uh, we're going to go the way of let's make the world a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. So let's help the environment. Let's help people learn about mindful relationships. Let's help to destigmatize the antisocial personality group. Let's help to actually make conversations around neurotypical and neuroatypical, not a list of here, let me go claim what I am and make you impose upon you words that you have to now use because I said so. And here's where there's a lot of different groups with their little traditional cults and their little culty cults and their little, you know why? Because they don't see above the freight. If they did, they'd recognize that their mannerisms are rigid. Like when I do my two-year-old with my lovely mother and uh, my mother is my caregiver. So I'm pretty okay with it and, and she's patient with me. So and my twin. Those are the two people, if you ever see me, I totally get rigid, and it's always about me being able to say, I'm a differentiated self, and it is in that specific way that the energy feels. It's the two-year-old. It's my implicit memory. We all have it, and I'm, again, not ashamed of it, which is why I'm a smart ass when it comes to stuff like that in the household, and I'm using me as an example because this is what emotional maturity and insecurity is. It's called you being a two-year-old, and being in your pissy pants. But it's one thing if you're doing it in your own household with a group of people that you grew up with. And what I'm trying to say is allocated with the time, meaning our implicit memory is actually something you work with when it comes up. So the family dynamics for 5D Collective, we understand a true friend is somebody who has the courage, again, to tell you what shit you are and still be loving and nice, which is why we don't consider our households traumatic. The 5D person. 
And that's me being very specific on purpose because until you unconsciously love who you are and you're in oneness consciousness, Purusha and Prakriti, you know how to be in your own ventral vagal state all by yourself. Like Sadhguru points out, relationships are about someone else. Love is your nature. Jesus, Krishna, these... In the, Jesus existed. Krishna, I believe, is a divinity that they talk about. I'm not sure about the whole history, but the essence is a nervous system that is in, as my lovely somatics teacher, professor, who's a therapist in somatics, and see somatic therapy focuses on the body-mind relationship. Narrative therapy only focuses on the narrative. We got behavior therapy, they focus on your behavior. You are a human who has a mind, a body, and relationships. You're not one thing. So when you go to people that are professionals, if they are not in the game of, I want to help all human beings, they're not going to know all of the different types of aspects because they're actually one focus brains. And when you, get, when you get one focused mindset, they are oblivious to the array of other subject matters because they've only honed in on their specialization. Specialization is important. However, this expertise, as pointed out by lovely, lovely Daniel Siegel, can create rigidity, but not for the 5D mind, which is why we have 5D educators, because they do not allow their expertise to limit what they will move towards because this is the part about not living in a past or a future for the 5d collective we live in the now subject matters are not on pedestals ever which is why expertise ain't in no pedestal and no matter what kind of figure you may mention to a 5d person they're gonna be like yeah you just told me something good i ain't putting it on a pedestal because it don't mean shit except for what you just presented to me and then I'm going to go and allocate it in the context that you're presenting and then I'll see where it fits and I'll be like oh, okay that makes sense so the people who are open-minded in a way that does not lock them in a limited consciousness 5d collective you move beyond and therefore you do not become a one focused brain who loses sight of the bigger picture people who lose sight it's something different, and I'm going to get back to talking to you on a personal development level versus philosophizing about how you can expand your consciousness, because that's great and awesome, but I have messages for you. Okay, so if you truly care about what you're creating, this would mean you're doing it in a ventral vagal state. This means you're curious about it. Intelligent ones wander. The idiots are dead short. When you're emotionally mature, it means that you're open to other people being themselves, and this is why the true friendship for the adults is shit, shit, fuck, fuck, and there you go. And nobody's going to be like, oh, let me say, and here's the one that I saw. When I, this guy, I don't know what doctor he is. When I cut that cord or however it is. So he's saying when I cut people out of my life. So when I'm done in the sense of done, I'm done. And I'm like, wow, that's some major rigid wall out there. So here's where I want to use again. All of us do stuff that looks like I personally have situations where when I'm treated in ways that make it clear that I'm not like with my friend that I didn't talk to for five years they treated me like an option if you will and it's not because they don't love me no they actively not only lied in my face 
did actions that were equal to, I'm going to quote unquote humiliate you because the reality is uh, the lie was seen by all people. Uh, I don't really care for these words because see this where you do you, I do me and whatever you're doing, it's on your consciousness. You're going to be aware of what you chose to do, how you chose to do it. I'm going to be aware that I don't give a shit of what you want to lie about because I really don't care about what you're doing with your time. Uh, when we're together, we're together. When we're not, you do whatever you want and just don't bring it my way if it's anything that's going to get you in trouble because I want to live a good life, not a life that leads me to having to take care of some shit that I didn't have anything to do with. So the part about like clarity is where you're going to live life and either help make the world a better place for real or not. And uh, not is a lot of people, but they're all participating in life, obviously. So this is the part of why we have a 4D collective that reads for those people. They all want somebody to take their side, call out the asshole who's the third party, who's the karmic, who is, you know, like stuff like this. I, I seriously, I don't even know how people can go down this path and like a rabbit hole let's see they found out the karmic stole money from them and they are in love with you but they threw stones in your path <laughs> anytime i am seeing these tarot readers talking about somebody who basically chose another who then the other did it on purpose i'm like which soap opera did they watch i'm just wondering <laughs> why is this all like so interesting and then i remember all the lovely people that i do know who want and long for the one right and they're like oh my god can you guess the here's what happened here's the people who are around them they're jealous of me they're jealous of them so they did it all on purpose because you know what people do when they're envious and jealous they're gonna try and put so okay i'm gonna go to my teenage boyfriend story because see this is where i loved all of what happened in my teenage years i don't look back and be like oh my god I'm so unfortunate and you know it's really horrible when instead there's be like oh I'm so sorry for him like what the fuck I, I wish I was like six foot so I could punch you in the face now because that's disrespectful because I'm not coming across like oh no, no, no. I, if I were dramatically crying over my stories I'd be okay with it I'd be totally cool with people saying shit that they say but when I'm talking to you about a story <laughs> and I'm pretty good with it i'm thinking what are you talking about why are you looking at me with the, what oh that's right i'm sorry they're not present that's that's the part they are not present you know what it means to be present and then attuned to somebody who's speaking to you so it means to actually know how to listen so it means you have no thoughts going in your brain and that's the unfortunate limitation of people's brains the ones who don't know how to work with them because see they do top bottom so they're talking to you and thinking they know who you are because they are using stereotypes, generalizations, everything they see in the movies. So they're not really listening to the human being in front of them. And that's when we see structural dissociation. No, it's not that. However, they do end up with that at some point because, you know, a person who doesn't know how to listen to another human being, you better bet that there's blinders there. So we see what's happening, but because it's not a big deal, because again, anybody can give me the interpretation of my story and I'm going to be like, wow, I found out so much about you and what you think. And it's so great. Thank you for that. It ain't a mirror of me because you didn't hear what I said. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been speaking out of your mouth like that. If you did hear what I said, you would not. You know, there's this great psychologist. His name is Carl Rogers. I gave my book away. And he is actually one of the founders that began to change how psychology treated the patient. 
So to allow the patient to be the lead because they know more about themselves than the opposite. So until him, clinicians treated patients like little subject matter studies. And you know what's even worse? The 4D collective who thinks because they have clairs that they're going to go study people because they believe in conspiracies too. And so they talk about human beings that they know and then they talk about the entire systems and all these other things. So I'm going to move away from that because right now that's exactly how they're working and their energy is very, very fastidious. I think I can use that word because when you are trying to make the world a better place for the entire human race, you really don't like those who decide that they're going to go down some rabbit hole of conspiracy theories and start to, you know, do all that we see people doing, whether it be on one end of the spectrum or another. And let me again disengage from there. That seven of cups, a lot of people stay distracted because they don't know about escapism and the escapism from what? That unresolved trauma. I was not seen. I was not soothed. I was not safe. I was not secure to be who I am. And I do not know how to take ownership of my personality because I do not have yet emotional maturity with my personality. So I do not know how to be myself because I'll twitch my nose and think, ah, I'm going to change everybody to be like me or I need to change or I'm going to go take care about everybody because I know best and whatever it is. It's the whole hero, villain, super saving, da 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 So on that note, that's why 4D calls themselves anointed and nobody's anointed. We're all here, a co-creative space of human beings who are evolving by the minute and it's amazing. Back to integration of the brain. Okay, on track with, if you're your own Purusha Prakriti. Purusha is pure consciousness, awareness, light, unconditional love. You're your own safe haven. You know you're flawed, you're imperfect, so am I. Boo-hoo, no, not really. Our personalities, they're awesome. It's what makes you, you. That's what makes you, you. And if you can't accept this yet, well then, you're not here yet. It's cool, go and be with the other people, you know, or... The point is, it's not hard. You either get it or you don't get it. And, and if you get it, then you get it that when it feels uncomfortable, it's whatever your story is. So the people that are insecure emotionally from a place of trauma wounds and attachment wounds, I get it. I get it because I've been explained how unnatural it feels for people that have had an emotional body disconnect to feel good about being themselves. But again, it's straightforward. You want to replace a bad habit with something that excites you or that energizes you. This is how you're going to get to work with that energy body of yours. And this is how you're going to get to replace what is a dysfunctional pattern. Where is it? You're the only one who can actually allow your motivation to get you to where you want. How your intention can become stronger than the dysfunctional pattern, whether it be food, drugs, alcohol, sex, gambling, spending time in, in a room doing nothing, uh, thinking about how many ways you can win that fight and you know get the damsel in distress or whatever it is that so many people waste that much time in this. They're not doing anything. They're not doing anything. And really, it's only if you get out of that moving is the only thing that's going to get you to get into a new habit. The body is your nervous system and only you can believe in yourself in a way of take out supernatural. Take it out. There ain't no supernatural for a 5D collective. And if you're not here, it's okay. You be wherever you are. This is where some of us, we know, 
it's not sad, it's actually common sense. It feels very natural to a Purusha Prakriti piece of life to know that the stars and energy and physics. <laughs> it's not like, oh my gosh, uh, it is not destabilizing to our body to find out the truth. But that's for the love button people. Once you're in love button and you are still learning to be in love button. So again, whatever your belief, I'm not saying you believe in whatever you want to believe. But if you don't believe in yourself and you can't be yourself, that means you don't understand my words, which is you're going to be insecure and have this feeling of, oh, I, until you actually do the I'm a person, it's normal to have fear. It's normal to be in this space. And if you have attachment wounds and trauma history, then you know you have even bigger feet. It's even bigger for you to be able and move into I am, I am, I am, I am, I am and you're going to have to do it. Otherwise, you can't be it. But it's not a you're going to be famous feeling or something like that you know, where people get so distracted. No, it's the actual I am. Use your name and feel the love and then notice your tone. How do you talk about the things that you're passionate about? I know I still have plenty of Kali, and you all have heard my Kali. And I'm not 100% proud of my Kali, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> we all have things that matter to us. It's personal. We learn how to not make it personal, and that's how you move into more of the spirituality process, or a.k.a. functional adult, adult emotionally speaking, human being. That's all it is. It's an emotionally mature human being in the body. You integrate your brain so you learn how to differentiate and then link. I am I, you are you, and the best thing is this. When I get to talk about poly secure, because for now that's my number one thing, right? I get to do the whole, I'm a solo poly, whenever people ask, or I'm a 5D mystic, whenever people ask. No, sometimes we're just talking, and I have chosen to use words to expand on topics. And really because they identify who I am. And it helps me to begin to converse. Now, if people don't care about conversations and getting to know each other, it's okay. But they're going to have to choose what they want to talk about. So long story short, when we're interacting with people, no amount of perfection is ever going to come if you're just hitting, sitting in your head with the words and not doing anything. That's the part about what people don't understand. And this is where... When you are not ashamed of who you are, and so me woo-woo lady with the pink blinders and pseudoscience, and here's one of the things that is beautiful about being a 5D mystic, okay, in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group. Not only are you the heaven in your body, and so you are that Purusha Prakriti, and those of you, again, if you want to keep getting to know it, you have to move into it, otherwise you can't keep getting to know it, you can't do it on your own, you need to do it with others because that's how you get poked you're going to get poked by people that's when you're going to say ah, i am love i'm doing it again i'm love or you're going to have your two-year-old kali at the emotional trigger it's okay you then say sorry i'm so sorry this triggered me you learn how to have conversations and i'm looking for something specific in my notes which one was it ah yes the body and heaven and how you can have that that's that alignment that the People in yoga and or Ayurveda, they talk about stuff like this, so you would know about it. If you are a person who's in the, in the, in the middle, you don't have to, but here's where I'm going to introduce to you then something, to the best of my ability, because I learned it from somebody else. I don't do Ayurveda. 
And I only learned of yoga through Sadhguru. So I only know spirituality through Sadhguru and then workshops that I've taken with the embodied uh, philosophy courses. So yeah, mindfulness, that's a really great one. And then this one with a lady from the 12-step program who I plan on hopefully getting into her course. Her name is R. Nikki Myers. And I got a yoga perspective to overcome addiction, co-regulation practice to move to homeostasis, which is you and your restorative embodied self. Okay, so when she introduces that we've forgotten who it is we really are, 5D collect, Collective, love button, we, we don't forget who we are. I'm Maria, and I'm unconditionally loving because I chose so. And I, yes, have flaws and imperfections, and I'm a human who has a bunch of emotions. We don't forget who we are. I'm breaking it down, 5D Collective. This is who you are. Use your name, please. Now, you are a person who integrates all subject matters, but if you put a subject matter on a pedestal, then you're not in the independent 5D collective yet. You don't have to be. You are not treating information with Mahasamadhi Samadhi. You are not independent with it. You are not flowing with it. You are creating with your left mode brain a rule and you're not instead allowing left and right to work together and just leave it there. Some people don't like this. Again, I'm talking to 5D collective. I ain't talking to 4D, 3D. I ain't talking to separation consciousness. I'm trying to be as clear as possible so I can explain something. The channel guidance is for oneness consciousness. Help the world make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. There are people dying. If you care enough of the living, make the world a better place for real, not pretend. And that poor human being who got the shit show and nobody wants to agree on whatever the story was. It's pretty clear to me what the story is. Unresolved trauma, poor human being again. And we have people who are busy with gossip in, in arenas like that. There's your other soul age groups. I know people like that, and they actually find it intriguing. The last time I found something like that, quote-unquote intriguing, I was a young adult, maybe in my 20s, and teenager, which is normal because, you know, this is the part we all have maturation in time. Ask me what I'm interested in now. I ain't interested in anything related to the stars of the people that are called, quote-unquote, famous. They're people. I feel bad for them because they're, up, they're being upheld with things that really, seriously, uh, this is another way people like to point fingers. They should, they could. <laughs> Are you them? Uh, let me leave that one alone. So back to us. The ability to stay aligned in your physical body, energy body, mind body, inward body, and your heart body. So the words that are used is, uh, let's see. Anamaya kosha is the physical body. The pranamaya kosha is your energy body. The manomaya kosha is your mind body, educated mind. Your inward would be the vinyamaya or vimyamaya kosha. And then we got the anandamaya kosha, the heart body, love, joy, pure essence. When the five bodies are aligned and connected, that's when you are walking more toward wholeness. When they're not connected, then you're disconnected and there's dysfunction, disease addiction. And here's where the mind tells you one thing and the heart is telling you something else. That's a little bit of hell. And Elliot, she gives us a quote, hell is the place where nothing connects when misaligned. And when you learn from the lovely good trauma experts, how they negotiate with people to get them out of hell because of unresolved trauma and trauma memory and them not knowing how to use their ventral vagal state, social engagement system, lo and behold, the wholeness is you being a human being. And you don't need spirituality for that. 
However, we do have the ancients and spirituality and spiritual and the metaphysics, all of it. So let's bring it all together again. That seven of cups, though, from a 5D collective is not a, um, you're living in your head, you shouldn't do it, da, 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 da. No, there's an awareness of if you're 5D, I have options, opportunities. Some serve my best interest, some do not. The ones that do increase my level of love for life. And not because of somebody else. No, because I feel it in my body. They allow me to feel energized. I'm my own secure base. I know what my mind is interested in. I know what my day-to-day -day I want it to be. And then you have those lovely safe haven relationships. So let me get our Poly Secure book because she's awesome when she talks about secure base. And as she spells out not all relationships have both that's why for polyamory the poly secure group it's easy to say hey you and i we can be safe havens for each other but we're not secure bases because we have nothing in common to talk about it's cool and people who have emotional maturity this is where we're at so my entire 5d collective those of you who are more practiced in being love buns to yourself you have no deal no issue saying this is who i am what do you want and we will have practiced it, not because somebody <laughs> awakened our kundalini. No, no, you're one always. At this point, I'm certain people have just kundalini awakening because there's all these energies, but really the planet and the vibe of it. But the trauma-informed experts, that's really what is my go-to and the unraveling of trauma. So when people have trauma memory, anytime there's even, you know, again, Sadhguru, full moon brings out your demons. There ain't no demons. It's called you have potential charge states. You've not matured your emotional spectrum, so you don't know how to handle all of your emotions as a person, basic. If you have a childhood that you wouldn't want others to have, you got childhood trauma. And so you got probably attachment wounds and tra trauma childhood wounds, which isn't a bad thing. It means you're going to have patterns that are dysregulated and dysfunctional and they don't bring you joy. And this is where the only person who can choose hurt people don't have to hurt people. We can go and take care of ourselves and speak to the people we love about how we're feeling. That's because you actually are motivated to be yourself and therefore you actually want to move into the functional pattern you can be because you do understand that it's your relationship to the substance. It's your relationship to situations. It's your relationship to your emotions. And you are the only one who can allow yourself to make it into a pattern. And you, you can, you're the only one who can choose a new pattern. And so again, replacing a bad habit with something that excites you. A habit that is fun or that is energizing that you can do on your own. You know, and I don't remember where I got it, but you can list a one-minute activity that excites you because I have this on my notes. So it might have been from one of my NICABM courses or maybe I wrote it. I don't know anymore. But again, so the Seven of Cups gives you the opportunity to choose for your best interest emotionally and then that Eight of Cups, you walk away from all that does not serve you and you move into a Nine of Cups. This is the bright sides of the Cups. If we go to the dark sides of the cups, then we know that we're getting people who are going to choose something that might not serve them or might serve them for temporary. It depends. It all depends because the cups in the traditional, I read to you one of the 
I forget now because this is a data point, but uh, I have a tarot book that taught me and I wrote notes on it because it's important that the basic four suits actually all involve strife. And that's from a 3D perspective. So the cups, it's all about alcohol. And this is where it's fascinating because I was told recently that way back when, because water wasn't clean enough, it was best to drink wine than actual water because it was not as potable in a good way for us, for our bodies. So here's where obviously though too much drinking, right? Drinking brings out stuff and long story short, there's many ways that the energy will come through. If you got a 5D reader, they're going to share what comes through because it's very clear. It's clear on an energetic imprint. I don't need to keep doing that. But uh, if you're ever curious, again, we have paid subscription-based model content for my mystics. So you send me questions. We'll see which one of the content pieces it goes in. And if there are ones on tarot, I'm happy to share I am self-taught, I do have books, I do do readings, but this is where I'm not like the dictionary of it. I know there's like tarot readers, one of my favorites, she's been a tarot reader since she was 14, 15, she's somebody who has a master class, and I would, you know, if you're serious about making it into a profession, then I would say, okay, this is a person, and then there's another person I like too, that he's teaching, and he's great as well, and I would say, okay, those two, for anybody who wants to become a professional tarot reader. If you're, on the other hand, self-taught, you, you want to explore your clears, you're interested in just, you know, the gist of it, like I do, and I do do tarot readings for clients, for people, though, who are serious about their personal development, and it's only one of the tools in my toolkit. Reiki is another, and so is Akashic Record readings, but again, this is for people only who are doing a mentorship personal development which has at the very least a three month time frame because serious means you understand that you are a pattern and it's going to take you a certain amount of time to establish a new pattern and I don't like to do things half-assedly so three to six months is what my idea is of anyone if anybody is interested because the first three months is your 90 days. Then we want to get you to get another 90 days. And then I might feel comfortable and see this is where the mother side of me, even though I'm not a mother, comes in, where I am not somebody who cannot think about the long term. And what I know about patterns is that if your intent is not stronger than your dysfunctional pattern and you don't have somebody who cares enough to tell you what shit you are, how are you going to stay on track? And I say mother because see an unconsciously loving mother, which is why I love my Neapolitan heritage, they will be up and in your ass about everything and anything, but it is for your emotional, mental, and physical well-being. Even though, of course, sometimes it's not meaning that they talk about a lot of other things, but the intent behind all parenting, even the ones who are the most fucked up, is still gonna be like Daniel Siegel says your best interest the brain not the mind the brain as Daniel Siegel points out anticipates and that's because it wants to keep you safe and that's the part of where fear is still one of those emotions that like for me is the most uncomfortable out of all of them and that's because it connects to that brain that anticipates the brain anticipates because again your body 
you are in this body and the body knows that it's organic and when you move into that effortlessness remember the neuroscience they talk about selflessness timelessness effortlessness to move into richness we do but in the middle of it effortlessness you're going to have some fear come up and whatever fear is that anticipation and that's because the brain is influencing the mind with anticipation it's not even planning it's just getting concerned with something and here's where remember anxiety evolved to help us as a threat emotion anger is another one of our threat emotions and then we have sadness but sadness you process something and you release it it's actually a positive they're all positive because they all help us but the sadness actually discharges so when you learn about the uh shoot epidemiology no epigenetics i i keep on confusing the two epigenetics shows that our charges our emotional charges get released this is from greg braden's course that i took um the one about i forget what it's called now but uh our emotions our charges excuse me get released with urine tears and sweat because it gets released through water or something like that our fluid our liquid our, um so that's why tears again and the pee and the sweat and on that note when you learn about sadness from people who talk about resolving trauma it's a primary emotion so it's a good thing because you don't actually get stuck in trauma people who instead do shame blame fault revenge they stay stuck in trauma and they don't resolve it and they don't release it and it's because they don't actually create a relationship with that emotional body and so this is the part of where any one of you will most likely have a way that you're looking to become more open more flexible and whatever it is that brings your body and mind preoccupation so some of us it's that physical we're learning how to disconnect completely from the knowingness of physical others it might be right now just trying to get to i am presence i am me i'm my name and therefore the emotional plane is what you get to keep on moving towards so again secure base secure base relationships encourage each other's personal growth and development support each other's work and interests uh listen to each other's hopes dreams and visions they listen to each other about partners so this is for the poly secure community and that means if we're having some situation go down with one partner we can talk about it with another partner and obviously this is where it's all consensual so non monogamy it's consensual non monogamy when it's polyamory and that means you advise with your others or you speak with your others not necessarily advise but some people they advise with each other that's the group that actually gives each other a hierarchy those of us who do non hierarchy and anarchy in our relationships no we don't advise we talk in fact it's quite uh don't come telling me what to do or not to do but then again you know sometimes we can know that somebody wants to keep something private so these are things we spell out to each other <clears throat> um secure based relationships have conversations about things that are intellectually or emotionally stimulating to each other so when you are your own secure base you know how to have that same capability with yourself acknowledge each other's capabilities and possibilities for growth as well as yourself compassionately bring light to your partner's limitations and blind spots as she says compassionately but the reality is you have a conversation the tone is what makes it compassionate 
If you're thinking about something, you're not going to think of it as a limitation or a blind spot because that would mean you're making up your own mind about somebody else. And if you're a 5D person, you're not. So you're not going to say to somebody that they're limited or that they have a blind spot. And what I mean is you're not thinking about it this way. But it can come across that way, which is why it'll be the tone that tells the person the difference. But that's only if they are 5D functional adult. If they're not, then they don't know the difference. So they might just think of whatever you're saying. doesn't matter if you have a compassionate tone. They're going to think it's you telling them they're limited and them that they're blind. You would notice that because they're going to get aggressive. And you can, in fact, respond accordingly, which is, I was not trying to say that I am making a statement. Because this is where we learn how to say, I'm relating to information from my perspective perception. And in fact, thank you to our oversoul, we learn how to spell it out so much that people laugh. And it's like every time somebody says, no, you don't have to. I'm like, no, no. It's okay. That's how I talk all the time. Uh, don't bother trying to tell me again. If you do, I'll tell you again. I'll know. This is how I talk because I don't bother with telling them. You want to learn about trauma-informed stuff because I have a bunch load of shit that tells me about how your ego works and you don't know it, but I'm not going to come educate you on something boring. Offer words of encouragement when your partners take on new responsibilities, go on dates with others, take a risk, or learn something new. So this is where in your 5D relationships, you will have aspects that are all in a way of unconditionally loving each other like this. And the people who are still instead not in 5D, they will not be interacting with you in the same format. You get to learn how to be the Zen master in your relationships. And that's because you're getting to put into practice your grown-up tone. And that's because family is your playground you move beyond likes and dislikes because you're doing dharma at this point since you are 5D. And that means you don't have sanctified, non-sanctified. You truly care about creating the life you want with the people you want. And so you get all the opportunities in the world to do it. You do not have expectations in a way of a rigid, adaptive child. You understand that people come and go as they please. And that's because that's exactly what a secure connection you are safe havens and secure bases for each other. This is without needing to touch. And that's because you can unconsciously love who you are, as you are, and follow your dreams. And, da, 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 da. and that's why the seven of cups in this case is, I know that there's all these different options and I will always choose to walk away, basically to recalibrate to what serves me emotionally and mentally and physically as fulfilling and it's not going to be, I'm ashamed of it, I'm embarrassed of it, I should, no, none of that. So when people try to shame, guilt, or fault, or the adaptive child, the ones who don't know they're in a game that is their own unresolved trauma and attachment wounds, and that um, is potentially them choosing dysfunctional patterns versus moving into their higher self consistently, a person right now who is here, we are not with these people. These individuals are not in our circles. And if we see it, we'll know it. And we're still not going to be doing anything because we're not here to be codependent types or codependent on each other. So that's the part of where in time, you know who's interested in expanding consciousness because you will have presented the part of relationships 
I'm present, I'm attuning, I'm resonating, and I'm trusting. That means we have fun and laugh together and share things and we enjoy it. And we grow closer. This is the tango. So there's nothing to recalibrate, reorganize, da-da-da-da. Now, some of you have things that you want and it feels like you're not going out and getting it. And I'm not going to be the one to say again to you what I have already said. Here's where, as said group points out, you can bullshit yourself in all kinds of things. Life will poke at you and then we'll see what's going on, what's going to come out. Love your nature only when you're in your social engagement system, though. So are you self-empowered or not yet? Are you in your 5D or not yet? Are you your Purusha Prakriti? Who's leading you? Are you leading you or not? Don't talk about yourself as an entity of spirituality. Consciousness, it's the experience of being aware. Pure consciousness, awareness of self. Yes, the spirituality concepts, they talk about other stuff. Pure consciousness, awareness, light, unconditional love, pure energy, Prakriti. You are a body and energy. Your mind, your brain, it all works for you. In fact, again, lovely Daniel Siegel has a way to talk about consciousness. I love what he's breaking down right now. I can't wait to bring more of it to you. But in the meantime, as he points out, consciousness is needed for, he uses the word change. Some of us are consistent expanding consciousness and some of you have just recently moved here so you know about integration and you know about therefore differentiating and linking. There's a me-we. But there's one. So the island and the ocean. You are your own somatic experience. So you know about your body and mind. You are your own narrative experience. You are your own behavioral experience. You're a human being. Infinite higher human consciousness potential. Some of you are stalling. And that's all I'm going to say. Because the energy is clear. And you are only stalling for what is a very common emotion. Fear. Human beings, we always will fear because as long as you are alive, you're going to want to stay alive, especially if you're living your own Purusha Prakriti. This is where you enjoy your relationships. And you do want to help the world to be a better place for the entire human race. And some of you are you know, more focused on that than not, and it's not a race, but your relationships mean everything because they're what uplifts you and what gets you to keep moving and expanding and that's what makes the world go round. It's fun to be able and use the seven of cups for the 5D collective because we're not distracted. There's nothing bad or good. What changes come about in our lovely planet, they're all okay if we lead from here, the presence now and say, okay, what are those basic necessities we need? We need air, we need food, we need water. Okay, we need to save our environment. It is straightforward. How it looks, who gives a shit? Seriously, like some people, they, they are busy with, oh, but I want the system to be this way. Right now, the system is what slows us down, and that's because in our systems, in and of themselves, we don't have people who are recognizing how important life is, and it's not because humans are not nature. No, it's because humans are emotional creatures and the people who don't believe this are the same people who are why we're still here but our lovely trauma therapists and then there's lovely Sadhguru and uh, all the other 5d educators are doing their best and they're succeeding because consciousness is being discussed neuroscience physics so the 5d mystics we are different than 4d because we're not talking about energy vampires dark auras our tarot, our Akashic records, everything in that middle ground, holistic, all of it, is, is not saying here, let's give ancients the way out. No, 
the way to rule. What I'm saying is we're not doing this little competition dance. The planet, it's one subject matters, their subject matters, okay? So this is not the little dance of, ooh, 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 we need to be witches for the rest of our lives. No, we're not witches. And, you know, really, like, how, how old? I don't know. Not, not I don't know, actually. I do know. But side note, my point is the 5D Collective is trying to actually allow people to move forward and that's evolution and it's tomorrow so the system we want better people in there we want emotionally mature people is what i should specify because they're all doing their best those who can be emotionally mature do a lot better because they're using their brain effectively because they actually have integration of the brain which is the optimized health and they also have a restorative embodied self which is the optimized health of a human being so those people function at their best they can do yoga they don't have to do yoga and i don't laugh because it's funny it's just that some people think only in the no no there's not only one way to achieve your optimal human well-being it's called emotional maturity for one and you would know it if you sought it out yourself safe haven secure bases and that type of relationship it's fun independent people are fun the other types of people, they are fun too, but obviously when we get the ego sensitive, that's where we're like, okay, let's move away from the two-year-olds because we grew up, some of us, with our age. I'm 43. I didn't want children for a reason. I still don't. And if I'm around them, I get to learn how to self-regulate because their hyperactivated nervous systems are like seriously disruptive to mine. <laughs> so I'm too sensitive to it. I'm learning. I'm still learning. And on that note, some of you with your clairs, I'm sure you're learning about new stuff too. So again, if you need any support, there's paid subscription-based model content. But if you can't subscribe because for some reason you don't have $5, I think it's around, or 5 euros, let me know. Let me know what you need and I'll see to make a free piece of content. And if I want to do an extended, I'll do it that way too. But I'm just saying like right now, I'm sure that you will have uncovered different types of clairs so you might have questions that's all and while the 4d community by the way you want to still have all of the resources because all pieces of information are important and they are one focus for a reason we need subject matter experts they're subject matter experts and their experiences of the utmost importance without them we would not know in depth anything about material so it's uh, really 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 important to remember we are all a part of this piece of consciousness there is not a race. There is not even need to feel that time is running out. At the same time, of course, when you are a collective <clears throat> that wants to save the human race, meaning we want to help people live, what is important? I'm going to say environment. And that's number one. And then economy. And uh, really, I'm going to say countries. And I'm very unhappy with what I see. So helping the individual is a priority <clears throat> for me personally because that means I can empower others to be themselves and maybe you know get the ones who are here and in places to then be able to do a lot more and it's because consciousness is needed for change which is why as Saguru points out let's make the planet conscious and he's doing what he can so the part about what the mental health community does is help the people who do want to move into optimized versions to have inner well-being to also do that and it's you know a day-to-day -day progress obviously it would be nice to see a little bit more movement when it comes to certain types of aspects that have nothing to do with our relationships but we can at least create our own safe haven secure base 
environments and then trickle trickle effect the part about what needs to happen is talking which isn't happening because people are divided because we're in the midst of change and the ancients want to stay in the ancient land of yesterday and they don't believe the scientific methodology and again i'm still like okay i'm woo lady here pseudoscience lady but seriously like i don't even know and the conspiracy theories are bullshit because i don't believe in it because i don't believe in anything that would be evil if it were ingenious it would not be doing any of this um but that's a side note the end of the day let's just keep trying to share love compassion every day you got 24 hours and let's look to make people have conversations in a constructive compassionate and open-minded way and then you know hopefully again our lovely all that stuff in the environment can go well and let's help make the world a better place so protecting the future that's the 5d collective because we want it have a wonderful day